Said forget the rapping, hit the trap around the way Before I started rapping, I was rapping up the yay Made that one mistake and started trapping where I stay If I open up the door, it's like I stay up in a bank If you talk a war, you best be coming with a tank Paper, what? That boy talking crazy Robert Benji Borden, I ain't fucking with no Franks You know what I mean? That's Northside Benji Hope y'all was fucking with that, man I fucks with him, man Um Young nigga out Toronto, man. Trust me, 19 years old, just talking that talk, man. Talking them, giving them jewels. Uh, I fuck with his shit, man. Definitely, man. Y'all go listen to him. He's on SoundCloud. Um, That Left Hollywood track should be on fucking Apple Music soon, I, I believe. That's what he was saying. Uh, Yeah, go listen to his SoundCloud, man. Talented, man. A lot of talent coming out of Toronto. That shit is fire, man. Like, it's really been on repeat. If you know me, I like my pain. I like my, you know what I mean? I like that type of music, you know what I mean? And especially when it's from the city, man, you you gotta fuck with. He's spitting, he's spitting. But um, yeah, man. Hope y'all doing good out there. It's, it's the real. We back. Yeah, man. Um, my day was. I had an awkward day today, man. Like, no lie. Uh, I was at the gym, right? And so basically, this is guy, man. This older man. You know what I mean? This just sound crazy the way I'm even saying it. But yo, this older, older gentleman, and like I have met him. A while back, you know what I mean? I'll say like like two or three weeks ago, you know what I mean? Like we always seen him at the gym, you know what I mean? But one time I decided, you know, I always do my cardio first, you know, before I start working out, do like a quick 10 minutes, you know what I mean? Get ready, you know what I mean? And so we're there working out together, like doing the cardio, the elliptical shit. I think that's what it's called. I don't know what it's called. Wherever you swing, you use your, let your hands and your legs type shit, you know what I mean? And he's... He's there. I don't know why. He just starts talking to me. I don't know if he was talking about basketball. For we was talking about something, and all of a sudden he starts telling me his story, his life story and shit. Like cool dude, you know what I mean? Um, telling me his story, everything. He's from Yugoslavia. Like he came here after World War Two. Um, like he told me how hard he worked, how like, and that he takes no shit from nobody. Like he was telling me a lot of shit, right? How he bought his house seven years. I was just like, yo, his story was kind of deep. Like, the whole joke was like, I was there working out. And I, I'm supposed to cut. I'm just there listening to the story. Because you know those situations where it's like, <clears throat> my bad. But you know those situations where it's like, I'm, I, I, I was taught to respect the, um, my elders. And, like, I'm not just going to be awkward and be mean to somebody. Like, somebody's telling me a story. I was just listening. Like, you're just telling me. You're just rambling. You're just telling me. Like, I didn't ask for this. But I'm not just going to be like, yeah, yeah, buddy. I got to go. So I'm just listening and I just keep going and going and working out. So whatever. You know what I mean? Um, so today, I see him because I ain't seen him at the gym in a minute. So I just like, you know, like, I didn't want to just walk past without saying hello. I was like, yeah, what's up, man? Nigga looked at me like he didn't even know who the fuck I was. I'm like, that's crazy. Like, and like, he really didn't know who I was. Like, I don't know if he just didn't remember telling me. Like, I could walk up to him, but yo, bro, you know me. Like, I, I could tell you, you came from Yugoslavia right after. I could tell him stuff that he's taught me about his, his family, how many kids he has. So it's like, this nigga really just like didn't remember me. I was just like, holy shit, that was crazy. Like, it was so awkward because I'm just like, hey, buddy, what's up? And he just stared at me. And I was just like, I was like, what the fuck? 
so I just kept it moving. But it was just really weird, man. Like, that was weird. You know what I mean? And I wouldn't have said hiding, but it's just like, all right, you told me your life story. I'm seeing, like, it was just awkward. You know what I mean? Because it's like, you know, I don't even talk to anybody at that gym. You know what I mean? But I was just trying to show respect. You know what I mean? But he hit me with the, like, nah, nah. Like, he just looked at me, like, confused. Yeah, and I just kept it moving, you know? But yeah, that was that, man. I just want y'all to know that you just take don't take don't take the gym serious, man. That's one thing. Like I be seeing, and that really showed me something today. Cause I'm like, yo, a lot of these people at the gym really think like, like I always told myself if I was gonna make a movie, like a like a movie, just like a different type of movie. It would be about the gym because if you ever take off your headphones at the gym and like. Just listen to what's going on around you. Like, cause when you just listen to music, you're in your zone. But if you ever just decide to be like, all right, you know, I just want to hear what's up. It's like a radio. Like, there's so many different conversations going on at the gym. It's fucking nuts. Like, you're li- these guys think, like, one guy was telling, like, this is over the course of time, me going to the gym. Like, I, I know about these guys, and I'm not, I know information about these guys that I'm not supposed to know. You know what I mean? Like, these guys, one guy went to the Philippines one time to meet his dad for the first time. And he came back to share the whole experience with the like his his guys that he works out with. Like, shit's crazy at the gym, man. But you know what I mean? Just I just want you to know that just just because you have a talk with somebody at the gym don't mean that y- y'all cool, man. Like that that guy showed me that we 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 wasn't cool, B. Like the look he gave me. <laughs> yo, I, I know I'm high, but yo, that shit that shit was weighing on my chest. Yo, I was just like, I wouldn't have said nothing to you. Like, this was just out of respect, my guy. You're like, you know what I mean? But, you know what I mean? Some people just tell you their life story just just to pass time on the cardio machine. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, yo, man, um, fuck. Chris Brown dropped his new album, um, <coughs> Heartbreak on the Full Moon. I don't even know what the title means, you know what I mean? Because he ain't going to Breakfast Club to explain it. And I ain't watch any other, other fucking interviews he did. But other than that... It actually sounds pretty dope, and I'm going to say that because it's kind of hard for me to tell you that because there's 45 tracks, and I'm nine tracks in. Like, I think, yeah, I'm like literally nine tracks in. He's actually, from what I'm listening right now, he's actually singing. You know what I mean? It's kind of reminding me of like that old Chris Brown, Heart to Heart Chris Brown. Like, the intro, what he started with was dope. Lost and Found and shit, but um, I don't know how I'm, I'm not going to be able to listen to it all at one time. So it's like, I don't know how if I should start back from track eight. I don't think you can catch a vibe, as French would say. I don't think you can catch a vibe on this album, like because there's so many tracks. I don't know. You're gonna have to just make a playlist out of it. You know what I mean? But um, it's sounding pretty dope right now, to be honest. Like it actually sounds dope, man. Like when people be saying all oh, that R and B is dead, shit. They I, they never really mention Chris Brown, so it's kind of crazy when people will always be talking about Miguel and all these other guys. I don't know if they don't consider Chris Brown R and B, but he's singing on this shit, so. It sound dope, like I can't lie. The eight songs, nine songs I heard. So, um, yeah, man. And speaking of French, man, like I don't know, man. Over, the, it's like nobody, like nobody wants to confirm this shit. Over the weekend, man. Twitter, I love Twitter, man. Like you can't run from nothing. Twitter, Twitter gave you the news so quick. Apparently, like when French Montana performed at um Powerhouse, it um, what do you call it? And in Philly. People are saying he got jumped by um by the chasers, you know what I mean? Exactly what people said was that O'Malley snuffed him, you know what I mean? And then he took his his kilo chain, like his kilo Cuban link chain. But I don't know how I don't the thing is that I don't know how true it is because French and but how I know that there was a certain type of incident 
is because French really keeps showing his face on Instagram. Like he keeps doing this shit on Instagram, like like doing left, right, you know what I mean? Like showing his cheekbones to show that he ain't get touched. You know what I mean? So I don't know what the situation is, but I'm sure maybe, you know, there's there's always two sides to the story and the truth as those social media quotes would say. You know what I mean? But I'm sure that there was a there was a um altercation. I'm not I guess hands didn't get thrown off, maybe on French's guys. Because French actually looks clean, you know what I mean? Then he came back out to Toronto to do a party with Baca at the Halloween Monster Mash. So, like, he was fine. Like, they like not a scratch on him, you know what I mean? But as far as that, I don't know. That's crazy. Cause, and I see a lot of people saying, like, on the internet that, yeah, him and Meek was cool. Like, if y'all niggas, that's the thing. I know people weren't really follow, following these guys. Like, because when they first came out, Meek and French was not cool, man. I don't care what nobody says, cause yo, French is a likable guy. He fucks with everybody, man. Like he, his energy is just good. Like he was with Wale everywhere. He was with Ross everywhere, especially when he came out, because Ross was doing that. Like was executive producing his first album, and he was never with Meek. And I was a nigga that was fuck with Meek so hard, and you know what I mean. And I was just like, how come I never see Meek and French? And I would assume French and Meek would have a better rapport than Wale and Meek. I mean Wale and French, cause. Wale's into poetry and shit, you know what I mean? French is really from the streets, you know what I mean? And I just never got that, you know what I mean? And Meek kind of always kept to himself, you know what I mean? I saw that. I always wondered why Meek never fucked with Nipsey so hard, and they both fuck with Ross. Like, I, there's a lot of things I, I never saw, and I'm like, how come these guys don't link up like that, you know what I mean? But I don't know, man. I I, I think there was a lot, always love lost with French and Meek, you know what I mean? And then when Drake and French decided to get real cool, and French was just being around Drake all over the place. I guess that might have robbed, robbed Meek the, the wrong way or whatever the case may be. But this, nobody's confirmed it besides Gilly the Kid. Like, you go on Gilly the Kid shit. He's saying, what happened with the boy French and all that? Like, he's saying something happened, but I ain't seen it on the shade room. I ain't seen it on academics. Like, it's a whole bunch of people that's just like, ah, you don't really want to you know, take their word for it. I'll take Gilly's word, though, but I don't know why nobody else is saying nothing. You know what I mean, but yeah, man, there's a, there's a lot of a lot of inner circle beefs going on, man. You know what I mean. People are saying the boy Drizzy and, and the weekend are having issues over Bella Hadid. You know what I mean. I I just see her on Instagram. I see her. I only know her for dating the weekend, to be honest. But they're saying that Drake 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 hit it up. You know what I mean. Drake smashed, and the weekend's pissed about that, man. And I yo, I I hear him. Like I hear yo, I listen, man. It's it's kind of funny because Drake and French Montana have this little bro code shit. And this is why this shit's gonna get so messy. <coughs> like French and French is well, when I talk about French, man, French has French is like the United Nations of relationships in hip hop, man. Of like the, the niggas is actually winning. Like French is good with Ross. French is good with Diddy. French is good with Drake. French is good with The Weeknd. And when I say good, I mean like, like these are the top niggas in the game. He can actually call on them, get a favor. He don't like he ain't begging to be in a picture with them. Like he's like, yo, I'm having an event. They pull up. You know, what I mean, he's good with Cash and them. Like, like he's good with EXO. You know, what I mean, they got that whole, they got the like Arabian ties or whatever. I don't know how, what that what that is. Middle Eastern ties, but. um... Listen, man, so apparently Drake smashed Bella Hadid, and that was like look, the weekend's girl like for a while, you know what I mean? And on that bro code shit that French and, French and Drake have, it's like, it says some shit about like, yo, a man shouldn't trespass on a man's thing without proper notice or something like that. 
You know what? I actually got it. I, I got it right here, man. It says, Thou shalt be allowed. Okay, hold up. <laughs> Thou shalt be allowed to hunt in all jungles unless the trespass has been enforced verbally. And that's where there may be a little miscommunication because if I'm the weekend and I had a public relationship with this girl and I'm the weekend and this was my girl, you know what I mean? It's kind of like, if we're not niggas, then I, I know what time it is. I know it's, it's, it's open season on my bitch, you know what I mean? For any other nigga that doesn't that doesn't fuck with me doesn't you know what I mean that ain't my guy you know what I mean like I'm not gonna hold that like the weekend one I don't think he'd get mad at like Meek or like uh, DJ Cal I don't know some just a random nigga that could just get his girl in the industry because he's gonna be like, yo that ain't, that ain't my guy but this is really close to home and it's like you, you ain't had to do that it's just one of those where it's like I get it man like yo you can if you want like I guess you know what I mean like if you don't value the relationship to that point then okay. Then, then do what you gotta do, my nigga. Like, and so that's this is this is all speculation. But you know, TMZ don't don't be coming with the, with the lies. To be honest, TMZ be coming with the real. So it's just like, yo, if I'm Drizzy, first of all, unless the girls like, no, if I'm Drizzy, I'm not smashing them regardless. And, and I'm not Drizzy. And maybe I'm not. Maybe it's hard for me to say. But <clears throat> me personally, like, I always tell the story. I always tell the story about how some guy. Some my, my my bro's friend, his girl was trying to fuck, trying to fuck me. At the time, I didn't know she was trying to fuck everybody in the crew, but she was trying to fuck me for sure. I know this for a fact, though. Like, Shorty was telling me, telling me to link up, you know what I mean? Like, sending me the news. Like, just really telling me to do the things to her that her man should be doing to her. What, what she was, I'm sure he's fucking up, but he was, she was telling me crazy shit. Like, yo, this nigga, this nigga ain't hitting it right. Um, he got a bad leg, he can't, like, she was t all type of violating her nigga, right? And I just wouldn't do it, like, she had a fat ass, and niggas know, when it, when it comes to that, that ass, man, nigga like me, I don't play, like, I like a bitch with a big ass, you know what I mean? And this girl's ass was huge, fam, and I could say some more shit, but I'm not gonna say, I was gonna say something very foul, but I'm gonna let it be, because, you know what I mean? But, um, so... I didn't do it, you know what I mean? And I told the guy about it, you know what I mean? Like, And he, he did go back and tell her that he wilded out on her and went back to her and stopped talking to me and everybody else. You know what I mean? That was a moral story where you, sometimes you should analyze the situation and be like, yeah, this nigga right here, I don't even care about his friendship. I'm going to fuck this bitch and tell him right after so it ain't no disloyalty. But if it's your nigga, nigga, whatever, because he's clear, I don't want to talk about that guy, but whatever. But what I'm saying is me, like personally... I know that there's so much pussy in this world. That's one thing about me, like, and I know that, and, and I feel like, yeah, maybe it's different when you're a millionaire like Drake, but I, I just feel like no matter what, I always, like, try to prepare my mind for certain situations to, to to handle certain situations if I'm in a different position, and I just know pussy was never that, like, I love bitches, and I could get bitches, so many different bitches, so it's like, if you're Drake, you can get every bitch in the world. Drake has got some of the baddest bitches in the world. And that Bella had dead thing, she's not even his forte. Drake, you know Drake like them big, them big joints. You know what I mean? Them thick joints. Like he like what I like, them peach cobbler joints, you know what I mean? But for some reason, he just was about it, man. Like as TMZ is saying, but like she's saying that he he had her come through at a party or something, and then, you know what I mean, they got away and went and did the the the, the, the dizzle. But my whole thing on it is just like, yo, man, like, like I get it, you can, you want it, you know what I mean? You want to fuck every bad bitch, that's great, but in another sense to it, it's like, you don't have to have everyone, man. Like, especially when you know, like, and, and, and what this, 
like TMZ's reporting that like we all know the city's close. Like everybody's close. Like I said, French is close with Drake. French is close with the weekend. Like Guillotine, which is P Rain's brother, like he's basically EXO. I see him with EXO a lot. Like Baca was touring with EXO. So it's like there's a it, it's is we're, we're better. The city's way more better together, man. And I think Drake even said that one time, you know what I mean? Over EXO, the city's better together. All that talk. So it's like I hope it's not true. Like I would just hope that TMZ's wrong on this one and then their credibility shot because it ain't worth it, man. Like, the piece of pussy ain't worth it. You know what I mean? It's like, what are those chances where they fall in love and have a kid? And it's like, oh, I guess it was worth it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you hear those random stories on TV or you see those stories on TV where, like, yeah, the girl, he ended up getting with, yeah, he ended up getting with her and they got married and they lived happily ever after. So it was like, ah, it was okay for them to get married. But nah, man, like, I don't know, man. I just hope that's not true, man, because that's just gonna, that's gonna cause a whole bunch of friction, man. And, and and that means no that we ain't we ain't getting no of your ex ever again, man. Cause I just know that's just right there. It's gonna be like, alright, we good, man. Like I just know this nigga. Like, alright, he really just couldn't let me have this one. You know what I mean? Just let it just be. You know what I mean? Unless a man like that bro code said, if there was a if Drake's probably going by the bro code, like yo, there was no verbal. You know what I mean? <laughs> there was no verbal notice. Then a man can a man can trespass, but. You, should, you know, certain things you just know, like, I was a nigga's ex. You know what I mean? You just let it be. It's not like he was just fucking it. Like, he made it public. You know what I mean? I was a nigga's ex. You just got to be like, ah, all right, next bitch. You know what I mean? But it is what it is, man. That's how the world be sometimes, and that's just how it goes. You know what I mean? Um, Yo, man, it's crazy. Uh, Kevin Spacey, um, he's an actor. I'm sure you guys all know him. He's done a whole bunch of movies and shit. But famous, um, he's more known right now. Um, of recent for his Netflix series House of Cards where he plays Frank Underwood the president of the United States um, that show is just crazy itself because it's just it's like they're doing some wild shit while being the president and he's doing some really wild shit while being the president so it's just kind of crazy that like all this comes out and it's like because I, I'm so invested in his role as being Frank Underwood I could see some shit, him doing some shit like this. You know what I mean? So basically, Kevin Spacey's getting a lot of um, bad press right now because he's, some allegations came against him that when he was 26, he sexually assaulted, uh, well, unsuccessfully sexually assaulted a 14-year-old actor named Anthony Rapp. And basically, Anthony Rapp was telling the story of how, I don't know how they got into the room. Maybe he called him and said, like, we're going to do some rehearsals. I want to hear your roles and your lines. Because he said he tried to put him on the bed and was trying to get sexual with him. But the guy was able to squirm away and run out the room. You know what I mean? And that shit is wild. First of all, like, he, and he said, and Kevin Spacey um, issued an apology saying, um, I don't remember the incident, but I'm horrified by it. And it had to have been one of the, a drunk, a very drunk, a drunk night. And it's like. Yo, the thing about people, when people say they're drunk, it's like, yo, when you're drunk, and the thing, I don't know, like, there are some people that liquor just turns them into, like, a demon, like, a monster, that they're just not the same person. You could be looking at them like, yo, this is not you. Like, I know you. And when the liquor gets in them, you're like, nah, this ain't you. But me, when I drink, man, as much as you get loose, you feel a little more bolder or just, I can't explain it. I'm never to the point where... I, like, when people's like, yo, get behind the wheel and crash the car, I would just won't drive. I, I'm, I'm just a person that I know my limit. Like, I know, like, yo, I'm fucked up. 
I gotta chill right now. And I, I don't see myself being a person. I know I know myself for a fact that I'm not gonna do something like fucking try to rape a, anybody for that matter, but you're really there with a kid in the room. Like how as much as you're he's gay, he admitted he's gay now. But as much as much as you're gay, like what type of freak and promiscuous are you? How promiscuous are you that you're gonna have a 14-year-old in your room and try to sexually assault him. Because it's kind of crazy that this is happening because now a 30-year-old came out and was like, he did it to him too. He sexually assaulted him. And it's just like, bro, like, and, and he was drunk at that time too. They were having drinks. So it's like, this nigga really just be off the off the yak and the miles, dog. And he's just like, I'm finna go take some. It's kind of actually scary and sad because, you know, we've seen all these allegations coming out with Harvey Weinstein, Bill Cosby, the ones in the NFL, all over the place. It's like, yo, um, I don't know, man. Neil deGrasse, like he, a lot of these guys, just like, yo, like, how was shit really going back down? Because this this kid that was talking about in and who was fourteen at the time, he, it was nineteen eighty six. So I don't know if he tried to file like reports, and it was just like you can't tell nobody, like you're just a regular kid, and he's a, a, a star actor. So it's like maybe he just didn't have the leverage. I don't know. But it's just like there's a lot of wild shit going on and so much sexual assault things coming out where it's like, yo, people are really getting victimized to the point where it's like, all right, I could talk about this, but my career is done. You know what I mean? So it's like you got to wonder why so much shit's coming out later. I mean, people are just like, yo, I've been sitting with this on my chest this whole time. Career didn't go where it wanted or whatever. And it's like, yo, I'm just going to tell it. I should have told it time. But and it makes the story look less credible because you're telling so long. But. The fact that Kevin Spacey didn't um he didn't deny it. He just said like I didn't I don't remember this. That's kind of that's telling, man. That's telling. All he did was use it as a uh use this issue as a as a way to come out the closet and be like, yeah, I'm gay. I've been I've been bisexual, but now that I decide to live my life as a gay man. And it's like, yo, when you're so invested in a TV show, bro, you think that you know the person. Like, I really think Kevin Spacey's Frank Underwood. Like, if you haven't watched House of Cards, I don't know if I should tell you to watch it now because clearly the show's done because the show got canceled by Netflix. They're not having him on there no more. You know what I mean? Like, it's just over. The show was going getting a little a little wild, too wild anyways, but if you watch the show, he's actually, he's the president, but he's a bisexual president. Like, he be sneaking off. First of all, he had a threesome with his wife and the security guard, but like he was more trying to get his security guard to do th like it was just some wild shit, wild shit. Um, then he'd be like sneaking off to his old school because back then is when he like he had his first sexual experience when he was a kid. So like I'm wondering like when he's playing this role, is he just loving this? Is he just loving to relive all this shit? This his yo he's wild man. He's wild like it's it's when you actually think about Frank Underwood and then you hear the situations that are going down. It just kind of makes you like, whoa, this guy is sick. May not be true, but I see it all over his face now. You know what I mean? Now that the allegations came out, I'm sorry. He just kind of got that face that like, yeah, you, you did that shit. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, man, there's that. Um, Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, you know, I, I hate that nigga. Like, I, I, I'm at first I was when when um, was it Willie D. from from Ghetto Boys? When when he made a song about the coons, like he made a song about coons and about all the black people in the industry that just he feels that don't really 
hold it down. You know what I mean? As being black people, you're you're in a prominent position. You don't you feel as they don't hold themselves well in the public light as a black man or as a black figure. I I I tried to throw Stephen A. Out, Stephen A. Smith out of it because I guess I'm so used to watching First Take. Um, I love basketball, so it's like he's kind of that main go-to guy when you when it comes to basketball and certain things. As far as like a vocal person, you know what I mean. I'm not saying like Wojnowski, like he's 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 the go-to source for sure. But you look to, for Stephen A. for certain things because he'll get those little exclusives, those one-on-one interviews, like with Floyd and stuff. But now it's just like. Nah, man. Like, it's not even worth looking at. Like, it's not even worth. It. He's a. He's just a corny. He's a clown. He's a cornball. First of all, so basically, um, you know the new new NBA jerseys have have hoods on them, right? Because you know hoodie mellows on effect, and everybody's just wearing these hoods on on the bench. Demarcus Cousin be in his hood all the time, so he was getting at J.R. Smith. I don't know why he was. He's getting at J.R. Smith about his play and everything, but then he starts talking about how J.R. Smith was on the bench wearing his hoodie. And he's like, that, I don't know why. He's like, get a Nike first. He's like, get a Nike for making these hoodies. But he's like, I don't know why you're wearing this hoodie with all these people in the crowd. Just making to make them think about Trayvon Martin again. Like, this is, this is, this is reliving Trayvon Martin again. Like, and when he, and you know, and if, if for those that actually know Stephen A. Smith, you know, when he talks, he talks confident. He really thinks like he's talking that shit. Like he thinks he's talking that shit that, that the people, that the black people on here, like he, he Sometimes you really think he thinks he's like, he's down with the, he thinks that he's really fucks with it, that we fuck with him like that. You know what I mean? Like, he, like, it's, it's disgusting. So basically, he compared that to Trayvon Martin. I don't know, like, when people say stuff like that, I feel like you're just trying to, like, appease the white people. You're just trying to think, like, because I don't really think white people are thinking like that, but for the ones that do think like that, he's just like, yeah, why are you wearing this hoodie? You're trying to keep, keep the stereotype going. I don't get it, because... First of all, like not, I've been watching the NBA since it came back on this year, and I've been seeing the hoodie thing. I've seen a lot of players with it, and it, it didn't even. I swear to God, it did not strike my mind. I saw them in hoodies, but I didn't even come. I never once tweeted about it. I never once even like say, "Yo, I want to, I want the hoodie jersey." Like I just kept it. Like I was like, "Oh, that's dope." Like, I just was just watching. Like it didn't really even. It was just part of the uniform that you always see. Like. For him to really analyze it and take it there, it's like, yo, nobody was thinking that. And second of all, that is just like, bro, like the man is on the, like he's on the bench with his uniform on, with a hoodie on, like that is made by Nike. What does this have to do with Trayvon Martin? Like how intimidating is that? His back's against the fans facing the court. Like he's not staring at nobody. Like, I don't know. This isn't a residential area that, that's like where someone needs to be patrolling. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm very confused about how he thought about that. And then he went on first take and tried to like clear it up and just say like he didn't even talk. He's just a like he just talk, tried to say he was getting at Jazz Smith about his play and they just he likes Jazz Smith. He's a good guy, man. That, that guy, to be honest, man, like there's a lot of stuff that come up on that show, and he doesn't hold it down. You know what I mean? He doesn't hold it down. Like when Will Kane will be there. Max Kellerman is white, and he holds it down. He sees it. He gets it way more than everybody else. Like, and this is another thing about Stephen A. Smith. Like, look at the weed shit. Like, I smoke weed, right? And I'm not even just saying it because I smoke weed. But, like, when you hear how he'll talk about the weed, when he says, we talking about weed, because David Stern said he wants to legalize weed. 
in the NBA. And he's all against it. He's like, I don't want nobody sitting on the bench looking like, uh, like just doing all that. Like he's, he really talks about weed sometimes. Like weed is like fentanyl or like some G14 classified shit that the, that the America's working on. Like he swears weed's going to get you fucked up. Like, and the Max Kellerman always has a point where he always says, um, alcohol is legal. You can drink as much alcohol as you want. Alcohol kills way more people than than the marijuana does. And da 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 da. He'll bring all these stats, and he'll just be going in on weed. Like I feel like anything that he feels that the white man may look down upon, he doesn't want to be associated with. Cause he started to talk about, oh, I wear hoodies, but I don't wear it to work. My nigga, it's part of the uniform. Like you, you shut up. Like you wear you you wear tailored suits. You want to be formal on TV? That's good for you. But this is a fucking casual sport. Like. This is you are sport sporty wear like that shit was just disgusting for him to bring it up and call it and compare it to Trayvon Martin. It's just like when like and this guy and this is the part why I mean about the guy where when it comes to certain things he'll start like when he wants to make his point. Max Kellerman will be saying something like yo, because Max Kellerman is always t- sticking up for the black people. You know what I mean? And he'll say something like, uh, Max. Let's see, Max would be like, well. I understand why all the players are speaking up because the black there's no black owners, there's this and there's that. And he's like, listen, you ain't got to tell me. I'm from the mean streets of Queens. Believe me, I know. I got family members. I know. I, I was there. I did it. Like, my nigga, like, I really want niggas to remember when they came up, they came up skipping shit. I want niggas to pull up his car. Like, niggas that from Queens, like, because Kenny the Jet Smith is from Queens from Left Rack City. Kenny Anderson from Left Rexy, like people know that Mark Jackson, these guys that were really in the, like people in the streets. The what's the white boy name that played with um, what's his name with Tim Tim Hardaway and um Chris Mullen? He was really in the streets playing for drug dealers, like around guys in Queens, like like really around niggas in the streets. So when Stephen A. tries to pull up that Queens pass, like, I want niggas to really tell the truth, like niggas that were around him in Queens, be like, yeah, you was there. But you used to just do your books and go inside the house. You never, you was never outside. Like niggas, niggas never saw you. Like, cause he has. There's nothing. Like I'm not saying, don't call a spade a spade. Like certain things that are unacceptable that black people do. But like some of the things he is like for somebody to be from that from the lower income area in like Queens and grow up in the ghetto and grow up in the hood. He's there's no understanding to this guy. Like he doesn't try to have that. Yo, I get why. He could do better, but I get why. I see this, I see that. He just acts like, oh, this is just dumb. Like he, how dare you? Like that nigga's a coon. Like that is the definite. He is the definition and the face of a coon on TV right now. Like that's all I can say. Like he's just a, he's a clown. He's a clown. He ain't got no sources. He swears he gets exclusives. He swears, oh, somebody in the locker room told me that. Like nigga, nobody talks to you. None of the players fuck with you, bro. Like, niggas fuck with Max Kellerman way more than you. Max Kellerman is from the culture. Like, it's so crazy. And I always tell the story that Max Kellerman does not have to like black people. Like, he's one of the exceptions of people that could be like, yo, I fucking hate black people. His brother, his brother Sam, was training a fighter. Like, they grew up in the inner city. I'm trying to say, why I say Max from the culture? Max, you can find Max Kellerman rapping. Like, he shot a music video. He used to rap back in the day in the 90s in New York. Like, He's around niggas. Like, he understands. He gets it. But I'm talking about his brother now. His brother um, was looking out for a fighter. And, you know, they were training him. They had a gym. You know what I mean? They're from the boxing family. And 
something went wrong with this fight. He ended up going to jail. You know what I mean? But he came out of jail and decides to live with Max Kellerman's brother Sam in L.A. You know what I mean? But um, I guess he 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 was just he wasn't getting his life together, the boxer. So he just kept staying and staying. And I guess Sam told him to leave. You know what I mean? And he just killed him. Like he killed his brother just because he told him to leave, and he just kind of like got upset. Like, you know what I mean? That that's the definition of an animal. Like, and that's like black, any other color, whatever color you are, and you do some shit like that. Like you just kill an innocent person that's actually helping you, feeding you, taking care of you. You know what I mean? Those are those animals. That type of situation where a person can be like, yo, I fucking hate black people. Not to say that you can judge everybody for that one color, but I would, if he decided to just use that to fuel that energy and be like, yo, this is where I'm at, who am I to fault him? You know what I mean? I'll just be like, all right, I'll stay away from him. He just, he's, he, he just doesn't fuck with blacks. But the fact that he still comes up to black people, like comes up for our issues, talks about certain things, is always in our favor. And then Stephen A. Smith will be arguing with this guy about some shit that he knows damn well is right. Yo, it's just some coon shit. Like, I, I, I really don't like that guy. Like, I, I really don't like that guy, man. And I just, I, I don't want to wish nothing bad on him. But he, he's, he's a clown. He could suck a dick, man. That's how I feel about Stephen A. Smith, to be honest. Um, more fuckery, man. A lot of fuckery this week. Um, the Houston Texans owner... Bob McNair, he's getting in a lot of trouble. Well, not trouble. I guess not trouble. His players are upset because they don't get in trouble. Owners in the NFL don't get in, tr- in trouble. But um, he's he's in trouble. I mean, not me stop saying trouble. He's in. His players aren't happy with him because comments came out when um you know when all these players were protesting and kneeling, he said that. Um, we can't have the inmates running the prison. You know what I mean, and and that's the that's a that's a funny term. That's actually a funny term because that's the term that Jay Z, Jay Z. Um, apparently DMX said Jay Z called him when he got the Def Jam president job. Was like, yo, yo, X, it's on. <laughs> the inmates is running the building, and, and, and DMX was surely on his way out of Def Jam after that. But um, <laughs> but. Nah, but that that shit right there was it's first of all it just shows that that's how they look at you and that's how I always looked at sports regardless as much as I love sports I always looked at the white man sitting in his box office way high where you can barely see what's going on just looking at us looking run around like monkeys and shit like I always thought about that as much as the millions I'm like these guys sit up there and just watch from a distance of us running especially football like tackling hitting each other boxing, two black guys just punching the shit out of you. I always look at it, as much as it's fucked up as it is, I always look at it like that because I know that's how they really view us. Like, yo, just a, we're just commodities, you know what I mean? We're just the, people that are just there for entertainment, that's it. And so, like, for him to say we can't have the inmates run in prison just based on them protesting shows you what, how they really think is. Like, basically, we can't have them saying anything. Like, the moment that one person starts to speak up, and you right? We got to punish the first nigga because the moment somebody else starts to speak up, it's going to be a whole domino effect. We got to cut, nip it in the butt right now. So that's exactly what he's going with by saying that we can have the inmates running the prison. And why I, I, I love to just compare the NBA to N, and the NFL because I know that it's not as the comments aren't as, as bad. Definitely, they're not as bad because what Donald Sterling said was. Crazy. He literally said, I don't want no niggas. Don't sit beside no niggas. I don't want niggas on my game and shit. 
But I guarantee if this was an NBA owner, like he'd be under some pressure right now by the Players Association to be like, yo, what's up, man? What's up with that share, man? Houston, you trying to sell that team to Beyonce or what? Like, they try to get you up out of there. Like, the players would really be like, nah. Because even on Sunday when the players, when the, when the comments came out and everything, the players decided to, to take a kneel. Um, 40 of them did it. Like, but not the whole team. Like, regardless, the whole team couldn't do it because some niggas need that bread. Like, that guaranteed, that money ain't guaranteed. They know that, yo, if I kneel right now, I'm just like a fifth string. Like, Baby need diapers. That uh, mama gotta eat. You know what I mean. So it's like they're still you're still gonna be controlled. Like regardless, they can say whatever the fuck they want. To be honest, and nothing can nothing will be done. Like a little bit of uh, talking in the media shit. But as far as like in the NFL, nothing's gonna shake. Like they they gonna keep moving. They gonna they cutting the checks. Now fall in line. Like you don't want to play. Fall, you gonna get suspended. Like what's up? So it's just. That that league there's a it needs a lot of revamping, man. It needs a lot of um, progressiveness and, and diversity to just f- flood right into that league because they're backwards, man. They're real backwards, and apparently Colin Kaepernick is getting a ten day contract with an NFL team. His his lawyer said people are saying the Patriots. I don't see. I don't know how that why he'd be on the Patriots, but um, I don't know where he's gonna go. To be honest, but ten days, you know, what I mean, it just—I hope it works out. You know, what I mean, I hope he plays well and hope the person he's starting for just it gets injured real quick so he can just stay there because I hope it's not one of those just ah look we appeased him he looks bad he like let's say he plays shit he gets in the game gets sacked a whole bunch of times or even gets injured like ah your career's done nigga get the fuck out so hopefully he can succeed and and then let let hope God can just show him to succeed and so this this could be a wave. To shift the narrative again, maybe he can get a guaranteed contract and be in the league, and then find a way into the playoffs. Who knows? You know what I mean. But that's that's actually positive news. Hopefully, but it has to turn out the right way. Um, yeah, man. Uh, the NBA has been it's been it's been up and down, man. I can't. I don't know what else to say about it. It's been. If you was a betting man. And you was always betting on the underdog, you'd be a rich man right now because the Cavs and the Warriors have both been losing the teams that they should not have lost to. Like, but the Cavs especially look disgusting. And I know everybody's like, oh, Isaiah Thomas ain't back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, like, you can bring Isaiah Thomas back and they're still missing a lot, man. Like, Isaiah Thomas is not going to solve these problems. I know it's early in the season, LeBron saying it's October, but they look bad, man. Like, Teams are scoring at will against these guys. Like Tim Hardaway Jr. got thirty plus on them, and Porzingis got thirty plus at the same game. Like it was, it was, it was looking bad, man. So I don't know what what the Cavs need to do. They got a first round draft pick still for the for the Nets, and the Nets look like they're gonna win some games this year. So I don't know how well that's gonna work out for them either. But the Cavs really gotta figure something out because they don't look good. They either make it to the finals, but they'll get their ass busted. I I know the Warriors will, will figure it out sooner or later, but they'll get their ass busted. My boy Kyrie though, he's he's looking good, man. His team's first in the East right now, five and two record. You know what I mean? Uh this yo, the Celtics look pretty good to be honest. Like Jason Tatum as a rookie, he's, he's holding it down. You know, in the absence of Hayward, Morris isn't there. He's holding it down. Um, Marcus Smart solid. Jalen Brown, yo, he's he's looking really good. 
and Kyrie and Horford is linking up. Yo, they're linking up good. They just destroyed the Spurs yesterday. Like, destroyed the Spurs. Like, I don't know. Spurs looking. I know Kawhi. Yo, this is the thing. A lot of people want to see this Kawhi shit. Kawhi's not there. Isaiah Thomas is not there. I don't think these one ass one one players is not gonna change the dynamic so much. Yeah, Kawhi's a two way player, and I guess you're missing a lot when you don't when you're missing twenty five points a game. But I just don't see the Spurs beating the Warriors. Probably beating Oklahoma. Oklahoma's looking bad too. But the Spurs when they got beat their ass beat by Indiana and then went back and got blown out by by the Celtics. I'm like, yeah, this ain't this ain't the same Spurs team. Like they gotta figure it out too. So it's looking different. The, the Rockets, they're still waiting on Chris Paul to come back from injury, but they're they were getting beat by the Seventy uh, Sixers, getting beat by like Nick. I I think that the hype. A lot of people said that the East is is weak, but I don't think the East is as bad as, as everybody made it out to be. To be honest, I think yeah, there's a lot of stars in the West. The three teams in the West are nasty. Like okay, OKC Warriors. And the, and and the Rockets when they're clicking, but everybody else is fair game, man. Clippers is looking good, but it's just average. Like this, like I don't think these teams are that dominant. I, I want to see the Pelicans in the playoffs because they look like they're balling. Like I, I I've been watching Cousins and and Davis, and they're gelling, man. Demarcus Cousins is literally a good three point shooter, and that that sounds crazy to say somebody who's seven foot, probably like two eighty. He's a three-point shooter. You don't want to leave him open out there because he's gonna hit it. You know what I mean? So I've been enjoying the NBA so far, to be honest. Like Timberwolves, I'm waiting for them to gel. They're not fully there yet. Thunder are definitely not there yet. But I feel like once once December around the Christmas games start coming, man, we're gonna see the best of the best. Like teams are gonna start figuring itself out. Even the Raptors, man. Like the Raptors have been looking good, to be honest. Um and when I say looking good, I mean that I know I, I keep saying they don't have the potential to to be a a great seed in the East or anything, but they're they're really one star away. And I know we've been saying this for for like a decade. They're really one star away from making that team complete and being able to go against other top dogs in the league. Like when, that game against the Trailblazers, man. Like Lucas Baby Nogueira, whatever his name is, man. The face tag god, like. He he looked actually decent. Like he looked like he could actually finish her at the rim. He's energetic. He can play good defense. Um I don't know what's happened to Norman Powell. Like, you know, there's a rookie block. I don't know if he's at like the sophomore block. This might be his third year. I don't know what, what's going on with him, the junior block or whatever, because I thought this year he was gonna just step up and become that guy, that that third guy, that third option or fourth option, I guess if Bacchus there can hit that little that little jumper, but he kind of just took a back seat, you know what I mean? I haven't seen what what I saw from him last year, you know what I mean? And he has a lot more playing time now, so it's a little different. But but your man's Kyle, the Bay Street Bulldog, the villain over villain, you know what I mean? Um, Kyle been looking decent, man. Like I can't, I don't want to say anything else. Like you know what I mean? I'm not gonna, I'm never gonna give it too much praise because I know. His real potential, but he's been rebounding, he's been distributing the ball, shooting decent percentage. He's actually been playing like thirty-five minutes, like no injuries. It's it's early still, but um, he's looking solid. Like he's actually looking solid. But I just don't know, man. Like I'm just a realist, man. I really wish the Raptors had one more piece, man. Just it doesn't even have to be a superstar. They just need like another three-point like threat, a three and D guy who's like 
an athletic somebody who's somebody who's great, man. Somebody who's great, man. If the Raptors had Paul George or something like that, man. That would that would that would be it. You see me supporting them, but I'm just seeing something missing. Like and now it look it really looks like we're about to depend on NOB, depending on all these young guys like Van Fleet. We really are dependent on these guys. And I'm not saying that they're not good and but when you have guys like that, they should be the, the guys behind the superstar. We're really looking to these guys to produce. Like, you know what I mean? And that that that's just that kinda throws me off, but they look good. They beat the Portland Trailblazers. I don't know if it was just a bad game from CJ McCullum or, or what. Dame Dame had thirty six and shit, but Raptors beat them. Yo, convincingly, you know what I mean. So I don't know. I can't remember what their record is on this this trip right now. They beat the Lakers. They beat the. They lost to the Warriors. So they probably like two and one on this trip, or or I think they lost to the Spurs too. So it might be two and two, but yes, yeah, it's, it's been a real. They they really been on the West Coast trip. They going to Denver. Um, I believe so. Hopefully, the Raptors can finish on on a higher note. But yo, I actually had to um stop this shit because I was looking at my phone. I was just recording that, and uh, I saw this whole. I got this um notification from CNN and shit about what was going on in New York. I'm sure you guys are seeing it right now. Yeah, I'm actually. I just read up on it and saw. I just watched some videos and some shit, man. This. This is crazy, man. Like, eight people killed. Um, and 11, eight people killed and two children injured. This shit is wild, man. Like, and I'm you see, like, pictures of mangled. Basically, what, what they're saying that happened is somebody rent, um, rented a truck from Home Depot. And if you know, like, how Manhattan and or even downtown Toronto were, like, we have the bikers, which that always be like taking up the side of the road and stuff. You know what I mean? So he drove the opposite way into the biker lane and just started running over people. You know what I mean? Just going over people, going over people. Um, he said until he crashed into like a school bus. And then when he crashed into a school bus, he got out the car because his car was like totaled and shit. And then the people started like chasing him. And then they, they stopped chasing him because... He showed he had two two guns on him, you know what I mean. Uh, and then he ended up getting into a shootout with the cops, and now the cops shot him in the stomach, and now he's in the hospital. But what they're saying is that the guns weren't even real. He had two imitation guns, you know what I mean. Um, that's fuck. That's f he had a pellet gun and a paintball gun. Um, this is just fucked. That's fucked, bro, man. Like, and it's that that type of shit that I'm saying. Like, and they haven't really released any information about the guy. I don't think he's dead. He's just in the hospital. But I'm sure we're gonna find out he's mentally ill. You know what I mean? And it's fucked. Majority of the people that they're saying that are, that are dead that are dead are not even from America. A Belgian woman has been confirmed to be killed, and five Argent Argentinians. You know what I mean? Um, it's crazy, man crazy like people came out on vacation and then this is what happens um yo that is some shit man like that just came out of nowhere man like, I, I guess this stuff always comes out of nowhere but damn bro like i'm looking at these pictures right now like literally mangled bikes with blood on the floor and shit like these bikes are fucking bent and if you obviously we know bikes are made of fucking metal and iron or whatever that shit is so this guy is just wilding like that is crazy because 
Fuck, man. I, I've actually... I, like, when I see roadkill on the road, like, I always try to go around it, but I've actually went over it before by accident, and you feel... Like, you feel going over something's bones and shit. That's fucking disgusting. So, for him to actually do this to humans over and over again, yeah, he's probably mentally ill. You know what I mean? Um, and that's the shit that, 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 that... This world is just so scary, man, because there's people walking around every day and just... It's, it's going to take... One day, it's just going to take. And they, they have the power, because we all have the power to do... To take innocent people's lives, you know what I mean? And if it's it's crazy, man. That's crazy. Like two children are hurt. Hopefully they can survive. They haven't been labeled um dead yet or anything. I mean, or in critical condition. Hopefully then they'll be okay. But that shit is that shit is fucked, man. And it's always in the place like New York, main city, Manhattan. Like yeah, like well, that that is wild, man. I don't know. I'm looking if you go look, I'm sure you guys are seeing this shit right now, or you've seen it. But these bikes are mangled, bro. Like, he's oh, that is fucked, fam. Um, rest in peace to those people, and um, and prayers out to them, man. And the guy that's you know, like, yeah, we're, I guess we're gonna hear information as the week comes to an end and everything. But I'm sure he's mentally ill, man. Like, come on, man. This is this this is, and then there's nothing you can really do about that. Yeah, they're gonna put him in the psych ward, but like, come on, like, it's. The world is is it gets very scary at times, man. That that shit is that shit is wild. Uh I, I don't know what to say about that, but rest in peace. And um yeah, man, hopefully just God bless that whole situation. Like that is intense. Like there's actually a video of the guy running with his fake guns and shit. People Yo, this is crazy. This is crazy, man. Um yeah. So yeah, um, God sent blessings over New York, man, and wherever else in the world that is that is going through tragedy right now, man, because when we know the world needs it, man, it's Halloween and spooky, people are going crazy today, you know what I mean, so, damn, um, yeah, yeah, I guess no more point to me saying y'all be safe out there on Halloween, because y'all gonna hear this on November 1st, you know what I mean, so I'm gonna say happy first of the month, so I'm gonna just say that to y'all, because y'all should be hearing this in November, because it's, it's dropping on Wednesday. I'm really high, so I'm just really just, you know, babbling a, a bit. But that shit kind of hit me. That, that shit was very random what happened in New York just now. But, um, yeah, uh, first of the month, man, hopefully y'all, uh, blessings of this month, man. Hopefully we can all enjoy this month and November be good to us. You know what I mean? Keep a mustache because I know it's Movember, I believe. And, yeah, um, I wanted to say before I got out of here, man, um, I want to give, I think Big Shaq, I was like, Big Shaq has... He's runner up for turning nothing into something behind Cardi B because this guy, man, he's everywhere, man. His videos probably, I think when I last time I looked at those, it was at like 15 million, million. It's been out like three days. Um, he's on The Breakfast Club. He's on Apple One Radio with Ebro. Like, this nigga is everywhere, man. Sway. Like, he's everywhere, man. And that's just, that's the era we live in, man. We got to just keep, yo, you got to create some content some shit you believe in, whether it's funny or something serious or just a message, man. Because, yo, you never know how far it can take you, man. Man's not hot. Like, can you imagine three... I, I saw... Well, it was actually amazing. On Twitter, there was a a pastor who was doing, giving a sermon, an African pastor, and he's in the church. He's like, oh, yeah, are you feeling it yet? 
Are you feeling it yet? Man's not hot. Yo, and he's just, then he goes, the thing goes, I'm like, the whole church started wilding. You know what I mean? And that's just the era we're living in, man. Like, it's, it's, it's it's a uh, it's a, just a good time, you know what I mean? Because of the internet, we yo old folks, young folks, we can all relate because we're all getting the message at the same time. If you want to receive that message, you know what I mean. So, social media is, is amazing, man. And Big Shaq, um, Michael Dapper, man, shout out to him. Like you could just see, and when I watched his Breakfast Club interview, I felt like Charmaine was giving him that little post Malone treatment, some you know. But um, he's smart and. and He's clearly not trying to just ride this wave. He's, he's really trying to plug everything else in and, and use this moment to create something big. You know what I mean? He's not trying to just, all right, let me just cash out off this. I ain't got nothing else to offer. You know what I mean? He's using this as a platform to really take him to where he's trying to get to. So shout out to him, man. That's that's a real big come up story I'm seeing. You know what I mean? Because I had seen some of those videos like back in the day, you know, when people would just like prank their dads type shit. But like I never knew he was really... Like, I didn't know about this show he was talking about. You know what I mean? I might check it out. He has a little show that Big Shaq is actually a character on. You know what I mean? So, shout out to him. Uh, in other news, um, they're saying that Jay, Jay-Z's 444 tour is doing badly as far as sales-wise. And um, <clears throat> that tickets have gone as low as $25 and $6. You know what I mean? For some of his shows and, like... And um, I don't know what cities, but they were saying that because you know he's doing arena tours, you know. And and there was a funny thing: a lot of people were getting at Omarion recently, you know. What I mean, because he was I don't know where in Africa he was, but he was at some venue in Africa. But the thing about Africa is like they seat like fifty, sixty thousand people. Like these are arenas, like they don't just have the, like an ACC; they have outdoor arenas, so you can really just seat like that many people. So Omarion must have had like a thousand people in there or some shit, or maybe less. So he's getting blown up for that. But um they're saying that Jay's Jay's um four 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 tour is doing badly and that's kind of alarming and bothering me because you know, I'm going on the twenty second and I caught my ticket, I think it was like I say maybe two sixty or some shit like that. And if tickets is going for twenty five bucks, sixty bucks, I feel robbed, you know what I mean? maybe he might sell out Toronto because it's a bigger market and we're like, you know, we're rap fans. We're a major city, you know what I mean. But I don't know. I don't know. B like if 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 the venue's like half packed, niggas can't be mad at me when I start walking down to get a little closer. If if I see empty seats, I'm walking up on that shit. You know what I mean? Like I'm like you can't tell me not to come in there when I paid for a price when the price is as low as hell now. Like don't play with me, boy. You know what I mean? But um, I'm going. Like I'm I'm gonna see Hove regardless if I'm the only nigga in the venue. But that's just kind of like weird to see. You know what I mean? That. When you're really not that nigga no more, you're not that nigga no more. As far as he's that nigga in rap, but, like, if you're not at the top of the game and people ain't seeing your face all the time, they're really not going to come to your show and be like, no, we ain't coming, B. And Jay's not going to do no, like, little rebel theater type shit. Like, he's Jay. He's fucking sold on Madison Square Garden back to back, back to back. So ain't no way he's going to lower standard like that. He's just going to cancel the show. I'm like, y'all niggas ain't never going to see me again. You know what I mean? But um, I'm I'm looking forward to that show. Uh, what else, man? Um, that's about it, man. I'm I'm about to get up out of here, man. Um, just want to say y'all stay blessed. Uh, man, try to stay safe, man. And like I always say, sometimes it's not it's not in your hands. You can't. It's you know, you, some people are just gonna do what they're gonna do, and your life may be affected by that. But 
Just try to stay out the way. Just try to stay around good people. Keep good energy. Pray, man. Uh, and just make wise decisions, man. Like that that temporary shit. If the risk ain't worth the reward, man, then just you just gotta chalk it up. Take that L, and just you know what I mean. Just do something else. You know what I mean. But um, other than that, man, it's too real. It's your boy E. I just want y'all to, once again, go support Toronto Music, man. Like, we're really lighting it up right now. Like, there's a lot of talent coming out of the city. Go find you somebody, man. Uh, Shaq is dope. Go go listen to somebody, man. I'm telling you, just go to the Itch Too Real YouTube channel. You might find me talking about some rappers on there. Uh, so just please, man, support the music, man. We got a lot of great shit coming out of here. Go listen to that Chris Brown album if you got a year to listen to it because it's that long. But it's sounding good. Um, but yeah, it's your boy E. It's just too real. You dig?